Susul. Hey guys, this is Team Calplan again, and today we are not talking about all things The Sims, but about the founder of all things The Sims, Will Wright. And today I'm going to be talking at you, and my name is Ava. My name is Marissa. Hey guys, it's Vanity. All right, so I guess we're going to, oh, we have, to, we have to set the stage. So first of all, yes, yes, we're going to take you yeah. back. You ready? Story time with Vanity. Wavy screens, like in the 90s, you know, and say by the bell. Fashion. <laughs> it is now 1989. It is the land of scrunchies and freaking blue eyeshadow side ponies. Double socks, cocaine, if you're into that. No. Um, <laughs> so this is where we're at. 1989. The number one movie on is Three Fugitives. The number one song is Two Hearts by Phil Collins. Um, and also, Sim City was released. Sim City, you might ask? What is this? Oh, that is the very first Sims game by Ole Quillwright. Quill, Quillwright. <laughs> William Ralph Wright. <laughs> William, William, Ralph, William, what? Ralph, right? <laughs> no, right. <laughs> okay, but yeah. So he did some city, and that was uh, a thing. That was that was like a freaking game changer. He started. He met with an investor, and he had what he calls the world's most important pizza party. Which I mean, isn't every pizza party important? Come on, guys. <laughs> Every one of them. I don't care if you're firing me after the party. I don't, I, can't. <laughs> I don't care. Fire me over melted cheese. And the they formed. Fired, though. Totally worth it. Right? Mm-hmm. And they formed Maxis. You know, before Maxis was eaten by something else, it was just all by himself being Maxis. <sighs> Back before I did that in the Sarlacc pit of video game publishers look i have issues we're not going to mm. talk about that now we're talking about will Wright. ava is disgruntled over there <laughs> yes so then they made SimCity, and it was a hit and it was credited as one of the most influential computer games ever freaking made and if you think lot. about it, 1989 like i was three y'all ava was still cooking i was still cooking yeah marissa were you born 1983 89. I was in 89. 89. 89. I wasn't even a glimmer in my parents' eye. Were they even married? <laughs> yeah, I think they were married. <laughs> 89. Yeah, they had to have been married. You were still in pre-production. So, yeah, I wasn't even, I don't even think I was an egg that was produced yet in 89. <laughs> I'm just toddling around eating snacks. Actually, Oh, yeah, no, I was walking by then. Eating snacks and shit. I was a late developer. I was a preemie. We don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not kidding. My parents, they're like, my dad was like, well, we didn't know if you were going to be like, okay, like, in the head. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, yeah. And like, because everything, all my milestones were delayed because, you know, I was like tiny. And um, so my dad was like, we didn't, we weren't sure if you're going to be like a smart kid. And I was like, that's such a dad thing, though. That is such a dad thing to I say. Like, like, what? You just, they just whip out this knowledge at you, and you're like, wait, 
this was an actual concern. I had my dad do that so many random times. They'd say, like, oh, we never thought you would get married. It's like, what? Like, wait, is that real? <laughs> yeah, my, my dad was like, really, he's like, I just never, we never thought that you would, you know, we weren't sure if you were going to be able to, like, have be, be quote, unquote, normal. And I was like, what? I was like, well, did, did the doctor tell you this could be a thing? Or were you just, like, making it up as you go along? But... <laughs> I, yeah, my, I got my, nothing. My, my parents decided like to have a kid. It was kind of like a now or never moment because my mom was turning 30. And then she was like, look, if you want a kid, just tell me now because after I turn 30, no way. And my dad was like, yeah, sure. So they tell me this story. And I was just like, oh, so I mean, in the end, it turned out all right. And they just looked at me and were like, oh, could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're gonna, we're gonna bring, they're going to bring this back. You're going to... And guys, if you're keeping an account, yeah. that's tangent number one. Yep. You're fucking welcome. Uh, we should just put, um, a, we should put a tangent meter on there. Whenever you hear ding, that's like tangent number. Oh my God. That many. Do you remember okay. episode whenever they were like, um, they can say, what was they could say fuck or something. And so they were saying it over and had a counter in the corner. Yeah. Did anybody else remember that episode? No. Oh, they had like a counter of that many now, times yeah. they could say, um, they can like curse or whatever and then before like they think like it blew, I don't know it was weird it was that's what this reminds me of though does anybody watch Dragon Ball Z abridged I don't watch Dragon Ball Z unabridged abridged around the corner any of them at all because that one has a Krillin owned counter so whenever one of the characters gets owned like you'd see a little counter popping up at the uh, like the bottom of the screen like <laughs> ding it's like okay that's, that was I just funny. feel like you know do you remember Mortal Kombat whenever you would like uppercut somebody and the guy goes whoopsie <laughs> like in, <laughs> in the corner? That's I feel like that's a new thing now. It's just like whoopsie oh, tangents. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Back to Will Wright. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so Will Wright, we call we're gonna call him WW because Will Will Wright makes me. I know. Maybe Will just Will. 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 Yeah. Will. Will. William. Will. William. Prince William. 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 William was born in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge? I don't know. Correct Baton me that. Rouge? Baton Rouge? <laughs> it's not that country. I don't know why I'm saying it that way. I you think can, it's country. Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge, Louisiana? That's like south, right? Yeah. I don't know. It definitely is at the bottom of the, st- of the United States. It's the, it's the boot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like south right like it's definitely at the bottom like we're, we're like right next yeah, to each other here yeah. I, anyway uh, so he was born there um and he went to school and like college and then he was like fuck this noise and then he left college so basically he joins steve jobs bill gates and the zucks with people who did not finish college <laughs> but still um made awesome things so which I, I love that meme that's like oh you know Bill Gates didn't go to college and he's like the richest man or whatever. It's like, yeah, but Bill Gates is like a genius. Yeah. <laughs> like you not graduating your freaking history associate degree is not going to make you a genius. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're not going to be, you not, you not getting that, uh, bachelor's in poetry is not gonna um <laughs> stop your life there pal you're it's still not gonna, gonna make be you a billionaire the bachelor's in poetry was gonna help your life either so either way it goes you're good to go just wait don't waste your money <laughs> oh that's so funny anyway, yeah, somehow i, I don't just think you're gonna get to the top of like a multi-billion dollar company with a degree in 16th century french poetry sorry susan but that's <laughs> not gonna happen <laughs> um but anyway so he went to 
to actually Louisiana State, LSU, if you will. That's that's the purple ones, right? I think that's the purple ones. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know your and, crazy American colleges and your colors. I just. I don't. I. I. I don't. It's confusing. It, same girl. Saints. Saints. That's that's professional. This is oh, college. Okay, that's all I know. <laughs> oh, you're talking about you're talking, you're talking about hand egg. Sorry. I, yeah, I forgot hand that egg. college <laughs> and hand egg are kind of like in the same boat. I, look, it's Wait, not a ball, and you this? don't kick it with your feet. It's not football. And <laughs> egger. Oh, that's my new thing for football now. Oh, you're saying egg or okay, I was very confused as to what being said. Okay. Oh, like the thing that comes out of a chicken's butt. That. That's that's the it's that shape. <laughs> Chickens don't poop eggs, I Ava. <laughs> I don't think you know where eggs come from, no, I, but not, not from a butt. I, like just it comes from the bottom. That's all I know. It comes from their chotch, but <laughs> Whatever. I think agar is better than pigskin. That like c- creeps me out I mean, so much. Is it, is it made of pigs or leather though? Like, why is it made of, like, why are well, made of pigs? It used to be made out of pigskin, but now it's made out of like plastic or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, whoopsie! Tangent number two. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, like, when did he graduate school? Like, in he, 84 or whatever? Or, or early uh, 80s? He didn't even 70s? graduate. Like, he was he was hanging out in there, but he didn't finish, so... Well, like, the fact that he was forward-thinking enough to be in, like, the robotics, mechanical engineering, computers department in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, like... That's really smart. Like, obviously, this guy was a genius. Because- well, yeah, because computers back then were the size of, like, my entire living room. Anyway, so, yeah. The first computer game he designed was in 1984 called Raid on Bungling Bay, which was a war shoot 'em up game published by Broderbund, not Broderband. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seems kind of, I know, it's kind of, like, intense. It was where the player controlled a helicopter and it dropped bombs on six factories across an island. Like, what? Okay. Okay. Murdering factory people. Nice. Very nice. I'm sure they had that coming. (laughs) They're evil factory workers. Like, we're going to murder everybody. (laughs) So, um, random interjection corner. So, in uh, every... So when I was in base training and every like anytime they watch any kind of like pro military thing they show you when you're in basic, whatever, it's always that let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit oh the floor. You see like freaking planes like dropping bombs everywhere. It's ridiculous. And I'm not kidding. It's a real thing. Oh my god. Yes. Terrifying. You see fighter jets flying around and you see like, you know, things happening. It's like military. It's, you know, that's that's how that works. So in my brain, you said like helicopters dropping bombs at six factories. All I can hear, all I can see is <laughs> like bombs everywhere. <laughs> and I just kind of wonder, like, do they know their songs are being used for this? It's one of those things you watch it and you're just like, yeah, military. And then you're like, really though? Like, because you're just so hyped up at that point because it's so loud. And then the video, like the screen is so huge. So it's like a huge screen and loud things. And you're just like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> but hey, hey, guys. Air power, space power. Fun fact about uh, Burderbund. Um, there were apparently mm-hmm. also the same publishers of the Carmen San Diego. 
Oh, no. Like, oh. where in the yep, world the is one. Carmen Sandiego? I love that. I dressed up as, as Carmen Sandiego for Halloween one time. And anytime I saw a camera, I would hide behind something and do like the like <laughs> it was so funny I was in so many people's photos just like in the background it was so great Aww. and everyone was like oh my god wait because <laughs> we went to like this this uh, like outdoor event and they posted like you know public Facebook photos like of the event and you would just see me like walking in the background or like hiding behind a telephone pole oh, and be like yeah. wait what the fuck is this girl about <laughs> it was so funny that is hilarious and I fucking love Carmen. I remember there was like a game show yeah. that came on in the 90s and it was amazing because you always would win like a personal home computer. That was like the big thing you'd win at the end if you made it to the end of the game. Because, um, you know, it was the 90s and PCs cost a lot. Yeah. Which is really, so SimCity was, it's not, you had to, you had to get it on like your PC, like or your Macintosh, sorry, not a PC because this is back when Macs were a thing. Or like your like Commodore, so like your home video gaming system, like which means that for it to be so successful, when who in the hell in the eighties had a, had a fucking Mac? Like who had a computer? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean I'm sure people and did. No, no, I'm saying like I know it's just it's just so cool that it was so it was so popular when not every home had computers. Like, these things cost a lot oh, of money. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, how did it gain such Look, popularity? You had to pay a not, lot not of money for those 15 whole megabytes of RAM. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so that to that for me is like super cool because it was so popular for it to be like that. Yeah. But anywho, um, I just, I just, I just to come back on Macintosh, I, I just think it's hilarious. Did any of you ever see those old? TV commercials for Macintosh. Like you had like this whole gray sort of like 1984 uh, Big Brother is watching you everybody uniform kind of a kind of a vibe and then someone comes running in and like throws something through the screen where the dictator is giving all the uh, like all the orders and shit and just shatters it and then it's like Macintosh because you don't want to like be like everybody else or something like that. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that they were all about, those. you know, being unique and not following the sheeple and kind of a thing. Whereas I have been to the opening of a new Mac store against my will and all I could <laughs> see was like people standing in line to get the same thing that like millions and millions of other people were going to get just so they could just do the exact same thing with the exact same device. Irony. I wanted that like Apple, the the Apple computer, the little laptop one that was shaped like an apple. Yes. You remember you that? the little shell one? I wanted that so I wanted that so bad. It was all it was different colors and yeah. stuff. And my mom was like, Whose money do you think we have? <laughs> And I was like, but I'm going to college, mom. And she was like, that's unfortunate. You want to take this PC with you? <laughs> Does anybody remember since we were talking um, uh, a couple of episodes ago about our, our, our queen, Hilary Duff? Does anybody remember that movie, The Perfect Man, that she was in? Yes, she had one of I those do. laptops. And I just, when I saw it, I was just like, I need, I need one. I need one. Never got one. <laughs> that's so funny. I also wanted one really badly. It's also in um, Elle Woods gets one legally blonde yep. as well. And I was like, yep. oh, yeah. Yep. 
That's she goes, what I wanted. One. She goes and she purchases it and she's all like, so she gets down and take her notes on the computer. And I'm like, cause she had her notebook before. And I was like, I've got a computer. Yes. I'm a real student now. Yes. Anyway. Um, Great storytelling. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah. So Will Ray uh, moved to Sim City, <laughs> which was released by Max's February 2nd, 1989. Um, so he pretty much has been in the Sims atmosphere since the inception, which is kind of cool. So um, obviously he was in like a ton of games, uh, creating a ton of like simulation games. Which is pretty cool. He seemed like, or seems, is he still alive? Yeah, he is. Yeah, right? He's totally yeah, not yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> he is only Some born. Right, right. Um, he was literally born like, in like 1960. He's he seems just happy like and healthy. Yeah, and he's like, he's fine. <laughs> and he's working on a game yeah. right now. I don't know why I just forgot that he lived. Okay, anyway. That's, so um, he's, he's the programmer who lived. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but taking it, taking it back to Sims. So a total like um, throwback for you guys. I love this story. I, have we talked about this on the on the podcast? I'm not sure. But when he started doing like the Sims, when that started launching, the game had been stammering in development since 1993, which is crazy. So Will Wright had the first idea for a simulation that would model human behavior and not like Sim City where it's above ground, like above just looking over a neighborhood, but actually like from the game point of view, like from the the eyeballs of the Sim. Yeah. And like Mm -hmm. literally with the first person that we just got, like it's literally the eyeballs of the Sim. It's creepy. Um, Yeah. Which is like, why didn't they come up with that sooner? Anyway. Because it's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Basically how Sims kind of made its mark and how it gained popularity. So Maxis was doing its thing, and they were developing The Sims, and it was just kind of stalling out, wasn't really going anywhere. Then EA, big giant EA, buys them. And so what EA, when they were talking about The Sims, it was like, we really don't want, like, same sex relationships because Maxis had been like debating it right and he's like no please please god don't do it <laughs> and it's like which is fucked up anyway so uh then a new employee patrick j barrett the third he comes in you know just to kind of do the sims doing his thing and um his boss i think his boss's name is jamie yeah so jamie his boss is on vacation you know so Barrett's just look, looking for something to do. So they give him an old code of the game, which originally was Max's code that had same-sex relationships in it. So Barrett picks up the code. He's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I'm, okay, it has same-sex relationships in it. So he develops that game thinking, you know, that this is what we should do. So he didn't, Barrett didn't realize it and the boss didn't realize it, that there had been an old design because when EA came in, they took out that same sex relationship concept. So they're developing the game. Nobody knows that basically one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. Bear didn't know that he wasn't supposed to make it gay relationships. And EA thought that they had taken out the gay relationships. So that's like really interesting. I know. So it's like, it's kind of like kinsmen, I think like it was meant to be. So then they all, you know, EA Maxis, whatever, they go to E3. It's like a super popular video game conference. They announce new games. So they go to E3 and they're kind of showing off the Sims and, oh, this is a new concept and no, blah, blah, blah. And then in the background, while they're showing this, it was like a wedding. 
uh, while they were playing the game, two female Sims attending the wedding just began kissing. And, and everyone just like, what? Like, I totally imagine, like, at E3, because it's so busy, everyone just stops. And they're like, like It's like, it's like, yeah, like, record all, scratch, like, the like, sounds go down, and, like, everybody just, like, whips their head towards the screen, like, <laughs> like, this is amazing. And so everyone's and it's like, like you have, we have like a half and half, like, this is amazing. And what did I just see? And then you have like, Will Wright, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, so it just totally changes everything. Now, um, now it's like, oh, EA is being progressive. EA is thinking outside the box. EA is making these kinds of, you know, hard and fast decisions, blah, blah, blah. And Maxis and The Sims is going to be this amazing thing. Now it got all this, like, attention. And so then they got the game going. Um, EA was like, yeah, that's what we wanted all along. We totally were backing this from the yep. beginning. We were totally behind mm-hmm. this. E- yeah, totally. This was us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Now, and now, like, <laughs> now in The Sims, it's like, very progressive known for you know really testing the boundaries or whatever you want to call it you know being really on the front line and they still implement this type of code which i really like basically all sims are like bisexual like and it depends on their interaction in the game as to if they're gay or straight or just remain bisexual or don't like anybody because i've had that where i've had sims that do not want to be romantic with anyone who don't even have like them flirting trait like, that's a thing in the Sims. So I think it's really interesting. I really like that. And I like that they code that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I thought it was really important to, to mention that. So technically, uh, you know, Sims has been, you know, inclusive and stuff like that since day one. Whether or not it was planned inclusivity, you know, is debatable. But that's the reputation that they have now, which is important. Ooh. There's something interesting. So, um, when bef- at the very beginning, after after um, Sim City and like Sim was like Sim City and Earth and Sim Ant and blah blah blah, blah um, he pitched The Sims to Maxis, right? Which I mean, Maxis is kind of his baby. Like he he's like, hey, let's do let's do The Sims, like a a game. And Maxis was like, mm, I mean. Don't you just want to do like SimCity 2000? Like, let's just do more. Let's just do more of what we know. And he's like, but it's going to be super sweet, guys. And they're like, ah, ah, stay in your lane, Will. Stay in your lane. And then um, EA comes along and they're like, we going to eat you. Ha! <laughs> so then they, they, that's how companies get taken over, by the way. They get eaten. That's how that works. Visuals. Um, so then. <laughs> I did mention the Sarlacc. EA comes. <laughs> so then EA so then Will's, Will's like I mean hey EA which stands for Electronic Arts by the way if y'all know what EA stands for it's Electronic Arts so he's like hi guys um, creator of Maxis over here how's it going I have a new idea for a game it's called The Sims it's gonna be sweet and Maxis is like okay I mean sorry EA's like this sounds like a, this sounds like a plan plans plans and um but they're like i mean this still is risky this could be shitty this could be great we don't know so we're only gonna gonna give you like a handful of copies so um we're gonna make it but we're gonna make like four go and so (laughs) 
much. <laughs> but with that handful of copies that was made, it became one of the most popular video games of all time. And then Will Wright was like, boom, told you. Um, <laughs> so but it just makes me laugh because like his initial company, his company that he made, they were like, uh, we good. We good. We Gucci. We don't need this in our life. It's so funny how like, not only how like ahead of his time that Will Wright was, but all the obstacles that he had, like he had to really fight for this game. So you knew that he like really believed in it, which is, you know, really nice to hear like, as a, uh, you know, especially nowadays in today's culture, like video games are coming out all the time and a lot of them, you know, may not be the best thought out or maybe are kind of like a little bit of a cash grab, you know, just trying to come up with new ideas to not even new ideas, but just rehashing the same concept that other people made popular, you know, and or, like, or they come out, like if they have, they are popular and they, they try to like, like, again, that's one of the things I love about the Sims, not to cut you off, but like they, they come out each time with each expansion or each new incarnate in like incarnation of it. One, two, three. And it's always better. They try to improve upon mm-hmm. and they may leave some things out, i.e. lore in Sims 4, but they try to impl- improve upon instead of just like giving you a half-assed game Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda, fucking you. Fuck. Or take um, 10 years <laughs> for the sequel to come well, out, well, which I mean, that's not... The- Dragon Age Inquisition. I have Sorry. feelings. I have feelings. <laughs> I think that's for a whole different episode because if we're gonna yeah there's like tons of reasons why you know these games take so long to come out or aren't I done well but um, I, I like that the the passion behind this game uh the was there you know he really really fought for this game uh, the people like uh, patrick j barrett the third, the third. coming <laughs> in and he was um a gay man too and so him taking that code and seeing that it was you know same-sex relationship and not changing it i think that was another thing that influenced him because he thought oh cool i'm represented in this game so all these little things to make this game happen i think what is what makes it so special and why so many people have been playing it for so long because of these little special moments. It's a game where you can see yourself in it. Yeah. No matter what you yourself is, you know, you want to make yourself as a, a, you know, a gay man or a bisexual man or a gay black man or, you know, whatever you want to be. I don't know why you're no, a man. But, you know, if you want to make yourself that way, you can. And and no one in the, and none of the other Sims in the game are going to look at you sideways because you walk out on the street, you know, and you like make out with your, your your dude. Nobody's going to come and take, murder you because you're wearing a thong. Like, no, we don't, Sims, they don't care about that, you know? That's one of the great things about Sims. Like you can simulate these sort of like everyday scenarios, but there's no judgment there. Nobody is going to judge you for anything you do (laughs) or wear or who you kiss or or who you don't kiss or you know there's no there's absolutely they're only going to judge you if you kiss a Mary if you if you kiss um somebody as they should as they and then they're, they're going to judge you hard be, and then they're going to smack you and then they get that weird fight with them with the cloud the behind fight. it oh, that, 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 that old time slap animation <laughs> is still hilarious it's so great because they like jump into the like into just the cloud. <laughs> it has a little flying out of the cloud, or it like, has little exclamation points yeah. above it. Like, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. So it's nice. And then also like with Sims, you know, I don't really classify myself as like a gamer person. I like playing video games, but I'm not like playing Call of Duty or Fortnite or whatever. Like I, I'm not Look, playing not, the new games. That they that's out. not the definition of gamer. Though. Like if, if you if you play games, yeah. even if it's just a stupid mobile game and you want to call yourself a gamer, then you're a gamer. You don't have to, like, play Call of Duty or some huge AAA title to, you know, be allowed to call yourself a gamer. And Well, yeah, I mean, I mostly play, like, The Switch and Sims. Like, that's about it. But um, if you want to call yourself a gamer, you're a gamer. But the I also hate the term girl gamer. Bitch, I'm just a gamer. I know. I don't like that either. Like, what am I... Why is being a girl... A reference in me. I'm not anywhere. playing with my vagina, <laughs> so like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's true. Um, <laughs> but what I like is that the Sims is like something that you know the the person who has no concept of video games is just like, oh, I played The Sims in high school, so I'm going to play it as an adult because it's fun. Like, have no concept of of you know EA or Maxis or any of these companies or. Nintendo or nothing. They don't even have like a PlayStation or an Xbox. They just occasionally play The Sims because it's like something fun from their childhood. Like the fact that Sims can be relevant to someone like that. And also, you know, really intense gamers like Markiplier on YouTube has a whole Sims chant, Sims YouTube uh, videos. It's like Markiplier, like he plays tons of different video games, is like one of the most popular video game players on YouTube whatever let's play people and the fact that someone like him can also find sims relevant like at the same time i think that's interesting and it's really cool well that's the- and all thanks to will yeah william <laughs> did this for us because <laughs> the thing is like this back in the day was such a revolutionary concept as well it's like you can influence these tiny people to do basically whatever you want that that's something that hadn't really been seen you know on a larger scale yes with sim city but on a smaller scale, mm-hmm. that, that had never really been done before. Like, there had been, I think, like, these, uh, well, what do they call them again? These uh, god games, like uh, yeah. Molyneux, who made uh, Black and White and Fable. Like, mm-hmm. these were these were kind oh, of similar because it went, like, into love the, that. especially with Fable, it's like the, the you know, the, the duality and the, the consciousness and, you know, good mm-hmm. or evil, that the choice. But actually managing people's lives to the point where you're like, I'm going to just decide when you eat, when you sleep, when you poop. That had never been mm-hmm. done before. And Will Wright no. did it. It, it, was, it was a huge just opening up of simulation games. Like simulation games have been around yeah. forever, but that yeah. one, like Sims brought it into like the forefront. Like this is, you know, simulation game. Like right now, if you go on your origin and try to look, you know, it's like simulation games, you know, like it's a, it's a whole mm-hmm. section, you know, it's full of the Sims, but um, <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's super cool, but it's a life. So like you have whole simulation games, like sports games like that. Yeah. And then you have like life simulation games and like the Sims is one of the firsts and it was, mm-hmm. I mean, you, well, it was the first for life, really. Like, for life, yeah, one like, of the first ones that people, people like, yeah, mm-hmm, for the one of the first ones that people like um, actually 
like that blew up. Like, you have little ones every now and then, like you know that that pop around, but it was one of the first ones that like blew up and became something huge that wasn't like a tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, I know there's tons of amazing indie developers that develop these amazing games that do kind of play off of life situations or metaphors and all this stuff and how to interact with people and you're playing as a first person uh, character and all that stuff. But The Sims is like, I don't know if it's just because it's been around for so long and that's why it's just on another level. I don't know, but like, I feel like The Sims is like one of the most popular ones, if not the most popular one. And it's, it's been around it's, forever. Yeah, and it's kind of sad because there are tons of great indie games that are these kind of life simulations or these new concept games that are coming out, like um, What Remains of Edith Finch, which are more like movie games, you know, like they're just story, like avenues for storytelling. Yeah. Um, like I just played Virginia last night. Uh, it's not at all like The Sims, you know, it's like a movie basically well, but you're that's just why I, controlling the character. That's why I always get angry when people, you know, claim that video games aren't art or aren't a medium something so they're just games like no it's a, it's a it's a new medium no. it's a new form of art it's a new way of telling stories or showing stories it's another way of like really getting into a story and living a story like you can read a book and just picture everything in your mind and now you can play a video game and make choices that you know make the story go a completely different way and you have control over that it's so it's something that you can't do in a book mm-hmm. unless it's you know choose your own adventure thing but you can't do that in a book or mm-hmm. you can't do that in a movie but in a video game you can like it's a whole new avenue and it's 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 amazing games are amazing and they are so art it is yes they are and especially these uh, these like walking movie games that come out you know it's like oh my gosh, this is amazing visual storytelling. And the fact that, okay, so like, you know, all the people are like, oh, video games rot your brain, video games, blah, blah, blah. That is 100% not true. One, because they've done studies that show it. But two, if video games are <laughs> She's not- like, one, there are scientists <laughs> behind this. I've done so many papers about video games in college, you don't know. But like, one, like, if video games really just made us stupid, we would, all the video games nowadays, because it's been, what, 30, 40, 50 years, whatever, since we've been making video games. If that was true, video games would just be us flying around in the sky. There'd be no challenge. There'd be no hardness to it because we'd all be too stupid to play. But video games are way more complex, intense, uh, like puzzles. Like they're so crazy. Like there's games where we start playing with can't even finish it. Yep. We're like, what's happening? Like I'm too Dude, stupid. They, to play they make, this. They there's a think. whole there's two, three sections in Dragon like Dragon Age Inquisition. Sorry, it's my favorite game. Um there's one where it's uh, you have to basically trace the stars in the sky to Oh my god, those pattern. yes, those are, how would you really call that? Oh, oh, yeah. The fucking Australian no. they're so, so hard. Um and then there's a whole section, like, you don't have to do those, but there's a whole part of the game that's part of the main storyline where it's nothing but freaking, like, Indiana Jones-style puzzles. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it took me and my roommate putting our brains together trying to, okay, you, what if you send over here? And then you do this. Yeah, and, it, like, it was... Oh, God, those are the words. Yes. God, yeah. those were... They, and, 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 like, but you, they make you think so hard. Yeah, and, 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 like, mm-hmm. okay... 
and not just like think yeah. on an intellectual level like i have to solve this puzzle but also like on an emotional level like you're confronted with mm-hmm. choices and you know yeah kill, kill the chargers like, do i help chargers? do oh. i help the village or do i go and slay the dragon like if you help the village maybe mm-hmm. the dragon will destroy another village but if you kill the dragon then you know that other village will be safe but the first village will be gone and it's like you really have to it's think what the, about the consequences of your actions in most of these games. And, like, it's, it, it, I think it kind of started with Fable, where it was, like, very clear, you know, the good and evil decisions. Good, it was very bad, black and white. Yeah. But now that's evolving. And now, like, like in Dragon Age... It's shades of gray. Some of those choices that you make, <laughs> well, you're just like, whatever I do, it's going to suck either way. So it's just, I have to pick the lesser of the two evils. And that's what you want to do. Like, our games like Detroit Become Human, that's just the newest one out of many games like that, like Eleanor. But it's the game changes depending on what choices you make and the person you want to be. So, yeah, it's just, oh, video games. So, um, like, SimCity actually did this way back in the day. So... Um, a lot of urban and transit planners and architects and government officials and like that, they use SimCity. It was their first taste of running a city. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the first time they realized that neighborhoods and towns and cities were things that were planned and that was someone, someone's job to decide. So that game get opened up people's like certain people's minds and they became architects and activists and government officials and and stuff like that like it popularized the the whole genre it it, it shows you how a video game can influence your future career not just oh i'm be a game developer but i'm gonna be a freaking urban and transit planner i'm gonna be an architect like have you seen things that people build in the sims like like Mm -hmm. and that is done exactly exactly kind of how you would do it if you were making plans you know to build an actual home like you have people who um like i really got in into interior design because of the sims like i was like this is so cool like i would love to like stage homes i think that'd be so much fun but i don't have the money for that because i can't stage my own home because you're gonna be broke but (laughs) that's it's one of those things where like these games expanded your mind the Sim, like SimCity and, you know, SimCity 2000 and then the Sims in general, like expanded your mind to make you to, so if you are from BFE, Texas, and you don't understand, you know, you think that all that, all that you can do with your life is what everybody else does with their life. You know, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go work at the factory and I'm going to go home and then, you know, I'm going to go to school finish high school, work at the factory until I die. And I know that that's a bad career path, but you you don't realize there's other avenues for you to do. Then you, then you get this game and this game shows you that you can maybe do this. This is something that you are you also good at. Maybe you can go to school for that. Maybe you can, you know what I mean? Like it broadened the horizons of so many people who may not have had that ability or may not have had that in their everyday life normally. Yeah. So I... I credit so much to the fact that, you know, this man made a game, which if you look at it now, it looks real, it's a real shitty looking game because it's, you know, from 1989, (laughs) but (laughs) it doesn't hold up. Um, (laughs) But he can't even be played on most computers now. No, (laughs) like, what the fuck is this? Um, But he made a game and he thought of something that has literally been around 
the I, the idea and concept of this game has spawned for 30 years. This is 30 years of inspiring people and i'm not trying to gas up will right because he could be a total trash human for all i know like in his own personal life but in his professional life professionally will right open a lot of doors so i think that's really cool and they pay so much they pay so much like homage to him in the sims like he is easter eggs through all of sims one and two like you can he just pops up like Mm -hmm. he's and he's actually a person in the neighborhood um in I do believe Sims One, like he, you see him in, um, you'll see him in the neighborhood. Like he's actual like character. He be he like hangs out with the new. And I have mentioned like, this before uh, when we were talking about I can't remember what exactly we were talking about. I think we were talking about the, the history of the Sims. We were talking about Sims One and Two, but in the Sims Making Magic, if you uh, wanted to, if you got a beanstalk growing in your garden, and it got way 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 tall you could climb up it and you would come into this sort of like cloud place and there'd be a sleeping giant will right there hugging a can of beans and you could just like take magic beans from him and if you clicked on him a little you got a little pop-up that that popped up and said you know thank you for playing the sims which is really cute i i mean i always loved it oh yeah that is and like he is that they have like in um Pleasant View and Sunset Valley and then downtown in the Sims Hot Date, they have a street named Right Way. Yep. And, you know, there's a dollhouse named after him in Sims One and yeah. Two. Like it, it I, I I it's one of those things where I think about it and it's like you let you leave your mark on the world and no matter what as long as these games are able to be played, you're able to live on, you know, a piece of you, like a horcrux without, you know, the, the killing of things. <laughs> um, a piece of you is like forever in something. It's a good horcrux. Is there other things that is a good horcrux? I don't think so. You don't have to kill somebody no, to get yeah, one no, of those. Like, yeah, you do. It's not great. But it's not great. He was instrumental. And like the biggest, my favorite one, and like the one I always think of whenever we like talk about Will White or whatever, is uh, in Strange Town. Uh, in that like crash UFO landing site, there's all these like water walks really there's all these rocks around it and one of the rocks and i if i remember correctly it's actually a rock you can place um in uh like the neighborhood building mode or whatever uh but it's this little rock of like will wright's yep. face right. like it's just yep it is, head. that is, that is <laughs> the thing his little glasses yep <laughs> and um, that's creepy <laughs> yeah it's a giant will wright head but that's cool you know he he deserves it. You know, he was instrumental and it's kind of stinks. So I'm assuming that he left for Sims three then, because he's not in Sims three. Actually, he actually left. um, He left after Sims two, because he wasn't super involved with like, he wasn't directly involved with the development of Sims two or later games, but he was still at least with the company then, but then he left, um, in April of 09, he left EA to go start up um, an EA-backed think tank, where uh, the now, now, Max is his general manager, is a chick. Hey, Lucy! Um, I bet she don't play video games with her vagina either. Just saying. <laughs> she's, she's good. She's like, I can play with my hands. 
these boobs mean nothing. I'm still a badass. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I get really annoyed by people who are like, oh, you're a girl. You must, you must play those like dress up games or something. You don't know how to play. And then I shoot you in the face with my shotgun on Borderlands because fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, sorry, I get like real annoyed. The minute you open your mouth and you really realize you're a girl and you're playing online, you start getting like either trash talked or them hitting on you. And I'm like, how about you either help me kill this boss or I'll just kill you repeatedly? I don't mind. <laughs> I know, it's so annoying. Um, but yeah, so he also will right now. Um, well, I don't know if he's still there, but in 2011, he actually went to the board of directors uh, for Linden Lab, who creates Second Life, which is another life simulation game, but it's online based and it's real creepy. Yep. But if you play it, knock yourself Look, out, but it weirds me out. For a some bit. reason, I don't know why. I have been very quite vocal about the fact that I do not want to procreate. But for some reason, when I go to the Sims resource, all I get are Second Life ads, and they're all of pregnant <laughs> ladies. What? Like, why? Why do you do this to me, Internet? <laughs> I trusted you. Stop. I trusted you. Um, but yeah, so that's what... And then he also... You can also um, take a master class from him um, about, like, game design, stuff like that. And he has a TED Talk that you can listen to as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty interesting. We'll put the link in so you can look... If you want to listen to the TED Talk that he I did. I might actually, because um, I've never heard him speak. Especially for like you, you, you know, developers out there. I mean, not me because I don't, I can't even build a house, let alone develop a code. <laughs> um, but he, um, it, the big thing about him was like he invented a genre of a game that had nothing to do with winning or shooting. You can't win in The Sims. There's no end. No. Also, I mean, unless you download download the Extreme Violence mod, you're not really killing anybody either. Like, it, there's no shooting. Well, there's no end game. There's no debatable. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, killing them like well, like guns. you can kill your Sims, but Sim A can't kill Sim B. Right, like, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, um, it's it, it was a, it was a breakthrough because it wasn't something that was also a lot of games were geared towards girls or boys, well, mostly boys, but they were very gender like separate. Yeah, and mm -hmm. The Sims was a game that was like you won't play. Let's yeah, the play. Sims is a, the you know I mean? like, very inclusive as well because that's why they developed mm -hmm. uh, Simlish, the the, the the Sims language, because they were mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe we'll use Portuguese or or German, but then they were like, but other people are going to be playing this, and they don't, they didn't want to include like a language that one part of the population would understand, but nobody else would. So they went on mm -hmm. and developed Simlish, and I think it has like bits and pieces of like all like a bunch of different languages because they wanted to be mm -hmm. to you know. They wanted a language that could like really connect with people on an emotional level instead of verbal. And that's why they especially went ahead and developed this language, which is amazing, by the way. Anyone who makes a new language, like, damn. Just damn. I know. That's like, cool. hard. That's oh, so we cool. also did Spore, guys. Oh, don't let me, oh, don't let me talk about Spore. Oh, let, God, no. Let's just, <laughs> let's just talk for a minute by the fact that, right, William uh, did Spore. Like Spore, if you guys don't know what Spore is, I'm going to defer to Ava because she sounds like she's having a moment in the corner. Okay, look. So we're going to go, Ava, look. tell us about Spore. Look. Spore. It, so basically when The Sims was SimCity on like macro level, but Spore was on a micro level because you, you basically followed the pattern of evolution. 
because you start as this, as this tiny little cell and you just have to like swim around in the, in the, the what do you call it again? The primal pool or whatever. And just mm-hmm. munch your way to getting legs and lungs. And then you just climb out of the pool and all of a sudden you're on the land. And then you have to go through prehistoric times and there's tribes involved and you have to collect resources and then all of a sudden you're advanced and you collect you can you unlock space travel and it's I can't really explain this game to like to a point where you would say oh I I understand exactly what's going on here all I can say is you have to play it because the concept of it is amazing so you basically just you evolve that's what you do and I I I'm not proud of this (laughs) But the day that I bought it, I started playing at like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. I took a break around 6 p.m. to have some food. Started playing again, looked up on my clock and went, oh, it's 9.30 p.m. I'm just going to play for another half an hour, hour and a half, and I'm going to go to bed. And then I looked up at my clock again, and it was 2 a.m. That game, that game <laughs> takes moments of your life, man. <laughs> Definitely. Well, because it's so interactive. Like, you you have to evolve this like species because you not only have to like evolve yourself, but you have to make sure that you're defeating the other tribes and like changing yourself to like adapt to the world that you're living in. Oh no, it's a cool concept for sure. It was great. And I loved it. And then you're spaceship. My race was called Romulans (laughs) and I didn't know where I got that, but I thought it sounded cool. And then years later I was like, Oh, Star Trek. (laughs) So that's what he did after The Sims, but now he's, from what we know, he's working on a game called Proxy, which I remember hearing about this year, I think years ago. I don't know. Um, But it's described as, it's a mobile game, it's described as a simulation of artificial intelligence based on your memories and interaction with the game. Which sounds creepy, guys. So, yeah. So what I don't understand is, like, is it actually your personal memories and what you are thinking putting into this, like, AI, this God, proxy? I hope not. That's or is it just, yeah, like, or is it just you're made up, like, while you're playing the game, you see a red bus and a and a car and then later in the game you see a red bus and a car you know like, i'm hoping that's it's what that one because my memories how- are great and some of them are shitty so let, let's not put those in a video game shall we yeah I mean, and would you um, like would you have control over which memories you put into the game like <laughs> i mean sure i want this memory yeah, at the time that yeah, i like, won the relay race at the i don't know county fair or whatever oh but shit i accidentally thought about this one time that i walked straight into a plate glass door in front of the guy that i have a crush on oh no can we not can we not abort 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 <laughs> that happened to, happen so to me I, it was unfortunate <laughs> It, yeah, I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. I just, oh. I, I just laid on the floor, and then I was like, if I just lay here, maybe he won't realize that I, this happened. And then he walked by, he's like, "You're right," and I'm like, "I'm just gonna lay here and act like I don't hear you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Oh, so it was announced in San Francisco in 2018. I feel like that was so much San longer ago that I heard about this game. But anyway, but yeah, so it's, I mean. It's been in development, we can assume, since 2018. So who knows what will come out. I mean, it seems like it's a pretty wild concept. So they probably need a while to like, figure this out. But um, it's, I mean, you know what? It is 
exactly what we'd expect from a character like Will Wright. You know, he broke the boundaries with the simulation game and now he's going into AI business. You know, that's the future of video games, I'm assuming, you know. That's Mr. Will Wright, guys. Um, We've been going on about him for about an hour, which, I mean, is a lot about one guy that we don't know. Well, and also we wanted to talk about his career, we don't know him as a person. We, we like, don't know. We're talking about his what he's done, not who he is. Yep. Separate. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's I a wonderful he told person. Him, like, we have no clue. We don't know who he is. Not that he's a garbage <laughs> human. I don't know. I don't know him, Will. But if you want to come say hello, Will, that's fine. I'd like Carl to come first. But, you know, then you can come. <laughs> <laughs> I know you created Sims and all, Will, but we need Carl first. <laughs> Super great. But you know that you, you know, did all this life, but I would like Carl to come. And then you can hang out after. We guys come together, but just Carl. If you're gonna ask I'm people. I'm still rooting for Varl as your uh Varl. So, you know. so um if you guys could ever think of a um nice uh you know, was it like with a celebrity couple name or whatever for Carl and I. Varl's been tossed around. Um Carlity, 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 tossed been. around as well. If you can think of one as well, or if you just know <laughs> Carl, like I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Um. <laughs> I like how every episode turns into vanity, just <laughs> wanting to meet Carl. <laughs> it's like this is going to be one of those situations where years from now someone is going to find our podcast and is going to go, "Oh, I'm going to start listening to this," and they're going to hear us talking about Carl. And one day Carl will be here. Mm. Carl will be here. I I want this to happen so bad. Girl, same. And then it's going to um, be, oh, remember so back bad. in the time when they wished they could be Carl, and then they did, and it was great. It's going to be one of those things. And then Vanity and Carl got <laughs> married, that baby. <laughs> Remember that time I was just a young, oh, God. Girl, young girl who didn't understand. Carl is Paul Wolves to our Georgia and Karen, pretty much. Pretty much. We, we just want to meet him and oh my God. be our friend. Oh my God, Carl is my Paul Holes. Oh God, that's kind of wrong. It anyway, um, <laughs> wrapping up the episode. We have awesome Yeah, we shout do. Outs. Let's shout, Let's shout people out. We have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is, uh, not my favorite, it's just a thing. Alex H on Facebook um, was like, okay, the last time this was posted. So if you're in a Sims group on Facebook of any point in time, one of no. us is in it. We're posting our show when we, when we release an episode. Oh, yeah. So this is in one of the groups. And she's like, last time this was posted in a group, I thought, why not check it out? I've been binging it for the last two days at work. I'm really sad I'm going to run out of episodes today. I absolutely love it, and it's awakened my passion for the game again. Hearts, hearts, thanks for sharing it here. You're welcome, Alex. Don't worry, we'll never stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, girl. <laughs> so nice. And then uh, Megan. Oh my gosh, um, say, say that again. Say, say her name again. It's Megan? Megan. It's so cute. Oh, Megan. It's Megan. Megan? <laughs> it's Megan. Just like, I know, it's just like you say it. It's adorable. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Megan. Okay. Um, so the, uh, Megan also posted on the on a, a Sims Facebook group. Um, and she said, so ladies of Under the Plum Bob, 
bravo. I've listened to the first two episodes and I love it. Perfect binging material for in between my favorite murder episodes. That's a cute compliment. Which, like, the fact that you're even, like, putting us in the same sentence as my favorite murder, like, we're not on that level at all. Like, we're not professional in any way whatsoever. But I mean, we really appreciate I'm it. I'm using That's whoopsie sure. as a way to get off our tangents, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't fully think that we're on that level, but Okay. Nope. Thing now. Thing now. Thing now. Taking oh it. Oh my god. Yeah, we're taking it. We're we're binging episodes between my foot murder. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. stolen that. That's yeah. our thing. It's our, it's our <laughs> <laughs> Perfect to watch in between my favorite murder. Um Yeah, so thanks for leaving this one to the non English speaker here because I have no idea how to pronounce this is it okay uh, i will try it and then you can do then you can read it okay i'm gonna go with it's mckelleen dot dara mckelleen mckelleen dot dara if we said this wrong yeah, i would we'll, say we'll, i would say michelin but that's because that's kind like of the, like a name oh like the michelin man here. no this was an instagram comment honey if we I, my name is Vanity with an I, so I get Vaniti and Vanada and Vaniti and um, I mean Vanita a lot, so I get it, and I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so, so sorry if I butcher your name, but I really, I do appreciate, we all appreciate your, your message. Like, we do. She, she just wanted to let you know mm-hmm. how much I love the podcast. I just caught up this morning. I started at the end of last week and binged it all at work. I'm super upset I finished so quick, but I couldn't stop listening. So good. I've been playing The Sims for 19 years, and you guys remind me of so many amazing things I've forgotten about. Can't wait for the next episode. Girl, don't worry. We got you. Next episode's coming. Thank you, girl. We That's appreciate so it. Yeah. We, we had hearts, too. These nice Yeah. It's so nice. You can't I, be, I but just... I'm making, like, the finger heart thing. Oh, yeah. The little, the little yeah, hand yeah, hearts yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. I'm doing it, too. We're giving you an- we're giving you hand hearts. Um, really, though, like this show would not be anything if you guys didn't listen. I mean, we would just be talking into the void, which I'm still kind of thinking that we're doing, um, just because it makes me less nervous. But um, you can oh, next episode, by the way, you're going to be hearing some things about. Um, uh, Llama's doing a build theme episode on renovating apartments, which bomb and then we are going to do a stranger veil review we get we gave it some time um so everybody can kind of get you don't want it we don't want we don't want to do it too quickly so that you know spoilers and shit so we gave it some time mm-hmm. um but there's gonna be a stranger veil review and if you don't have it don't worry we'll put spoilers all over that fucking title but if you um yeah and i'll think of a cool way to do some spoilers maybe it'll be whoopsie i don't know yeah <laughs> And we do have a spoiler-free version available mm-hmm. right now. And the Social Bunny episode for the non-spoiler version is called Welcome to Strangerville, uh, Social Bunny episode number seven. So if you are like, nope, I don't want to know any spoilers, I don't want to know anything, uh, but you still want to hear about Strangerville, you'll listen to that episode. Because that episode was made before Strangerville was officially launched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on all the social medias. Please do. Please um, like and review and subscribe on all of your um, listening platforms so that other people can listen to us as well. Um, that's how, between your word of mouth and us, you know, posting our stuff everywhere, like you liking and subscribing gets us on lists 
and I don't know what these lists are, but then we get on them, and people are like, oh, a possums podcast? What? And then they listen. So do that. I do want to once again um, really encourage you to, you know, rate and review um, and share us with the world because the more people share this, the bigger our chances of getting a hold of Carl one day. Guys, I didn't want to say it, so... but I mean, it's a thing. <laughs> this is the goal, yeah. 2019 goal. I mean, <laughs> I stoves, horses, and Carl. <laughs> I don't have my, my requests aren't very I big, guys. I don't have. I love how we're like the demand. Just talking, just making great content. And we're like, no, you guys are demanding things for Look, me. that's great and all, but uh, hashtag where my witch is at. <laughs> where my witch is at. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that is gosh. so funny. Um, Cool. Well, thanks so much for kind of, I mean, this is obviously a little bit of a different episode. We really didn't talk about gameplay too much. We really didn't even talk about Sims that much. Mostly just talked about video games and other companies. So uh, hopefully you like this kind of, you know, 2019, we're trying to do different things. We're trying to, I don't know, change up the podcast thing. <laughs> so <laughs> we're to, the crazy hand motions I was doing. <laughs> I can imagine it. We're trying to like at the end of the day we want to make sure that you you know what you're playing. We can appreciate yeah. it more and give you some backstory. I didn't know who the hell Will Wright was until about, you know, a couple weeks ago. So hopefully we taught you some stuff and you learned some stuff and oh side note um, my niece, today is her 14th birthday. The day that we're recording is her 14th birthday. Happy birthday, Vanity's niece. So happy, happy birthday, birthday Asia. Um, happy birthday, that's it. That's Asia. That's what I love that. I didn't do that part. I did her middle name. It's Corinne. That was me. <gasps> that's one of my favorite names. I got it from a TV show oh, called Strange Days at Blake Holsey High. The really smart black girl name was Corinne. So I was like, how about that one? I'm just thinking of Corinne from Threadbanger, but that works too. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so happy birthday, Asia. But also follow us on social media. Plum Bobcast on Instagra- Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. The Instagram. The Instagram. Instagram. Plum Bob. Oh, Shiza. Plum Bobcast on Instagram and Twitter. Plum Bob Podcast on Reddit. Under the Plum Bob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. Our website is undertheplumbob.com where you can email us. Um, you can see all of our social medias, our links on there as well. Basically, the one to remember is the website, undertheplumbob.com because mm-hmm. then you can get everything else from there. Um, you can either email us directly like at undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com or you can do the contact form on the website and they'll go to our email as well so whichever you prefer and also uh we are on twitch and youtube uh i did finish up my strangerville let's play on twitch so that's no longer live on twitch but we are putting all of those episodes on youtube so if you go to plumbob podcast on youtube and you'll see our little logo with a little microphone and the little sim uh plum bob um and you'll see we have a couple of the episodes posted but we post every friday when we post a youtube video um so you can 
go on there and go on Friday and check out what video we posted. Um, but the Strangerville Let's Play is going to be pretty long, I imagine. <laughs> those strips, those Twitch streams are like an hour long each or look more than an hour long. And I'm cutting them down to like 20 minute videos. So yeah, they're going to be quite a few Make videos. Make sure subscribe oh, and you get the little fun. notification whenever we, we post one. So just subscribe, guys. Subscribe yeah, it. Just, like it. Subscribe oh, yeah, yeah. it. Hit that, that bell. Isn't that how they do it? Hit that bell, Shmail. Oh, yeah. What platform are we on? That was YouTube. That was YouTube. Now we're YouTube. But yeah, YouTube is super slowly rolling out. You know, we are people with full-time jobs and lives. Full-time jobs and three-hour commute. Girl, that's that's horrible. (laughs) Um, I have a five-minute commute on my feet. Anyway. um, Oh, writing credits. Writing research credits. Guys, uh, Roxy, Nicole, Melissa, you guys were bomb diggity at like getting yep the um, real mvps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm doing that weird that that gif of that black girl doing the you know the crying face but like doing the fist thing you know real mvp i'm doing that right now but you can't tell <laughs> anyway um thank you mm-hmm. for that thank you to uh sims the all of our books came from the sims fandom and um, the TED Talk is like that. So thanks to the Sims fandom, whoever runs that guy. Um, thanks to Carl. Uh, he didn't do anything, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, thanks to you guys. Thanks oh, to and you. also thanks to the New Yorker from that game. Ma- oh, that yeah, that the game New Yorker. Article. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was really yes. It's a great read. I recommend it. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're going to post a link to yeah, like that YouTube commercial. That, I mean, that commercial that... um. Ava's talking about with the Mac. We're going to have the link for that. We'll have the link for the New Yorker uh, article. We'll have the TED Talk link. If you want to, to see these things there, you know, we're going to link them in so you can be like, what the hell are they talking about? We got visuals. Um, so thanks for that. And uh, I think this is, I have to go to a birthday party. So we're going to go back to the real world now. <laughs> I think yeah, we're I back to the real world. So thanks. I mean, I'm going to get cake, so my real pretty sweet. No, you, you, get, you get cake. <laughs> I have to go to work soon. Ew. <laughs> All right, guys. Until the next episode. Bye. 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 Buddies. Dag, dag. I bet she don't play video games with her vagina either. Just saying. She's she's good. She's like, I can play with my hands. These boobs mean nothing.